Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Let me give you the stock market report. That's sponsored by Miami Lakes Auto Mall. Start the new year in a new ride with no payments for 90 days. Kendall Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram.com. Stock market today. The Dow rises and closes above 38,000 for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. Dow Jones was up 138 points. S&P 500 up 10 points. NASDAQ up 49 points. Give you a little cat talk here, too, as we continue on from Twin Peaks in Davie. Hockey fans, don't sit this one out when it's game time. Make Celsius a part of your play and get that energy up. Game day is fueled by Celsius Essential Energy Drinks the official energy drink of the Florida Panthers. Uh, We've mentioned it. The Panthers have lost four in a row, so they'll try to get it back on track tonight in Nashville. They take on the Predators. 8 p.m. puck drop from the Bridgestone Arena tonight, and you can hear it on 560 WQAM. Doug Plagans will be on the call. And then the Panthers will be back home Wednesday for a little one-off. They'll go right back on the road, but they'll be home Wednesday. The Arizona Coyotes will be in town. A little cat talk for you. Let's get a quick look at headlines, and then I'll give you some 15 minutes of heat. Here are your headlines for the 4 o'clock hour with Alejandro Solana. Driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store, Palmetto Ford? We know trucks. The Heat did lose to the Magic last night, 105-87. to That's a season low in points for Miami. Three-game losing streak. They're off until Wednesday. They get the Memphis Grizzlies. All right. The Florida Panthers are in action, as Hawk just mentioned. Tonight at Nashville, 8 p.m. puck drop. You can hear the game on WQAM. Panthers preview begins after the high school sports show, 7.30. You know, uh, it's a good, easy little way to figure out when the Dolphins are out of the playoffs if Mike Wallace is on with us when the Heat play the Grizzlies, then you know the Dolphins are no longer in the playoffs. I would imagine Wednesday or Thursday we'll talk with Mike Wallace. It's just like a little, like it's a little, you know, that's, that's how you know well, one season is over and the focus has shifted. Once you hear Sade on the Hawkman and Crowder show. <laughs> That's the auditory clue that the Dolphins are out of the playoffs. If you start hearing Sade like twice a month, you can be certain football talk is on the wane. Two was back in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> we know exactly what's going on. Inter-Miami, they opened up their 
uh, their preseason slate in El Salvador. I know we had talked about the reception they got. Uh, they played on Friday. They're going to play another preseason game tomorrow, 6 p.m. at FC Dallas. But they were back in town because didn't I see Leo Messi and Sofia Vergara at dinner on South Beach this weekend? Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, I mean, not just the two of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> not just the two of them, but they were, they were, did you see that? No. It was, uh, who's the other guy? The, 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 the. Tata. No, not mm-hmm. the, the, the famous international guy on. Uh, Suarez. Yeah, maybe Suarez. Well, I mean, Suarez is the Uruguayan hawk. I mean, I oh. would expect you to know that. No, who's the Sergio other guy? Busquets or Jordi Alba. Hmm. Busquets. I, I got to look. Hold on. Alba. I'm so out of, like, all these different seasons. How do you spell Leo? <laughs> <laughs> Leo Messi, Sofia Vergara. How did I miss this? Yeah. You see that? They were at Poppy Steak. Hmm. Overrated. In People Magazine, by the way. Really? They needed more space in Poppy's take. Table for eight. Two feet by six feet. It was Suarez. Suarez was there. Lucho. Oh, how about that? Was, man. Busquets yeah. was there as well. I'm seeing it now. Jordi Alba was there. The moment wow. they arrived at the club. $1,000 steak. I love Leo Messi. I mean, look at Sofia Vergara. He is just wearing a T-shirt. He looks like he is a frat boy going to a frat party. Mm-hmm. Little dude, man. Oh, that's when you just that's, that's when you turn when over you rich. No, yes. It's like sh- it's just like you said, you could walk into eleven with basketball shorts on. Yes, because like when you reach a certain level, the rules don't apply to you anymore. I actually. Got oh, we're to going the- to Poppy Steak. Let me put on my best cargo shorts and a T-shirt. I got to the valet at 11 before the real famous people got there. And I got out. The dude valet told me. He said, hey, he knew who I was, too. He's like, hey, Crowder, you're not getting in here with shorts on. And I just smiled. I said, okay. You see that truck back there a couple back? Just wait a little second. And then real famous people got out. <laughs> and we poured on in. <laughs> I'm with him, the six-foot-six guy. That's my buddy. By the way, um, I mentioned the inner Miami Friendly versus FC Dallas. I said it's tomorrow. Jimmy correcting me. It is tonight at 6 p.m. Oh, all right. All right, guys, those are your headlines, of course. Uh, The title games are set in the NFL. You get the Chiefs in Baltimore to face the Ravens on Sunday. Baltimore is a three-point favorite. And then following that game, the Niners will host the Lions, 6.30 p.m. San Francisco, a seven-point favorite. All right. Good games, but I, I'm I, I don't have a rooting interest either than other than Detroit. Yeah. I would just love to see Dan Campbell in the lead up to a Super Bowl. Like like I'm just I'm rooting for him. I don't care too much about the AFC conference championship, either uh either team I think either team would beat an NFC team. Oh, I'm with you there, too. But I just I think Baltimore is head and shoulders better than yeah. any of these last four teams that are playing. And the Lions actually have a chance to beat the Niners. I think so. I don't think the Chiefs have a chance in hell to beat the, uh, Man, beat the Ravens in Baltimore. That's a crazy thing to say. 
it's just they're too good. I know you said uh, we've just been too sportsy today. You want to get to some silly stuff. Do we have time? We have to do. I want to do fifteen minutes of heat, but right. I mean, I can I can push it to the next segment if you want. Go ahead, give me something silly because we have been very sportsy. All right, there's a lot of uh, a lot of silly stuff that I have on the docket today. First of all, it's National Grandpa Day, Abuelo Hawk. I'd like to Thank wish you. you a National Grandpa Day. Gracias. Well, you'll be a grandpa coming up here soon. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> hey, your son's at the house. He's- Spreading his wings? Hope not. Yeah, Jack. Eh, you don't need to actually be a grandpa if you look like one. You know what I mean? <laughs> what are you laughing at, Jimmy? You. Hmm. So I don't know. If Hawk picks up his phone and says, oh, this is my grandson, you wouldn't be surprised? I would be. Hawk <laughs> <laughs> doesn't. I would be. Hawk doesn't look like Grandpa. I don't even like this uh, goofing around. <laughs> this conversation. I don't want to talk anything into. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what they what they say? What is that? Into uh, existence. Talk? talk it yeah. into existence. I don't want to talk anything to, into existence. <laughs> I'm gonna call your son. <laughs> yeah, well, I teach him how to make a baby. That's all right. Okay. And a six-letter word for him: Trojan. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. Um, I found this very interesting, and I feel like I connect to this sentiment. So there's a class action suit against Dunkin', formerly Dunkin' Donuts, arguing that it's discrimination to charge people who can't have dairy more for non-dairy alternatives like almond or oat milk. Right. Starbucks is facing a similar lawsuit. Several coffee shops have faced similar, uh, uh, similar uh, situations here. And where Seminole. Seminole. People are charging, they're charging you extra for oat or almond milk, but those are non-dairy alternatives. Right. So I saw this story. So it's $2 more at Dunkin' mm-hmm. if you want a non-dairy alternative. But I don't understand, uh, you know, where does this end? So if I get charged more for a veggie burger instead of a beef burger because it's more expensive to make, then... Is that discrimination? No. Because I want to eat at the hamburger place, too. I just don't want the meat. Uh, can, can I get charged the same for uh, super at the, at the gas pump than regular? I mean, what, what are we doing here? I, I don't understand. You're choosing to get non-dairy. Right. And whatever the price of that decision right. option is, it's what you got to pay. Right. This is crazy. Yeah. It's ridiculous, though, because here's the actual reality. If you're ordering a non-beef burger, a veggie option at a hamburger place, it's cheaper to make a non-veggie burger not than true. it is no, to make that's a not meat true. burger. And uh, th- I, this so happened to me. That's, telling you that's, you're that's wrong. not true, though. Uh, you guys are wrong. And this happened no, to me. No, that's that's why, like, Boca burgers are so expensive, because it actually costs more money to produce these meatless patties than meat. In what world is veggie so more expensive no, but you're, than, no, you're than You're meat. making it sound like in I grow world? a tomato and put it in between a bun, and I go, here's your... Like, you have to formulate it into a patty that looks and smells like meat. It is more expensive. Lana, go to Publix and look uh-huh. at the Beyond Beef, mm-hmm. half a pound that mm-hmm. costs $9, and then go look at the beef that costs one ninety nine a pound. 
it's cheaper. Real beef is cheaper than Beyond. I was I was vegan for a while. Like I know the prices are different. It is more expensive to make a veggie burger than it is to have a beef burger. Yeah, you were vegan uh, when you told people now you're you were gonna vegan. change the topic. Uh, we, we I'm just know. telling you the prices you of vegan patties down, and meat patties. You're scarfing down more wings than Joy Chestnut at a wing eating competition. <laughs> Anytime nobody was around. More this happened to me yesterday almond though. Milk is more expensive than regular milk. All right, try to milk an almond. Try to milk a cow. See, we see what. Which one do you have a tougher time with? Mm. A slap in the face yesterday. I'm at a diner in Kendall. Love this spot. I get an omelet, but I don't want the egg omelet. I want the egg white omelet. They charge me $2.99 to substitute normal eggs for egg whites. Hey, That's right. Hey, I know what eggs cost, and I know what egg beaters, white egg white beaters cost. The egg whites are way cheaper than a dozen eggs. Why the hell am I getting charged two ninety nine extra for a healthier option that's cheaper for you to make? It's ridiculous. it's not cheaper for them to make. Of course it is. They've got the eggs right there. Uh-huh. Hey, crack them, omelet, crack them, omelet. Oh, this guy only wants the whites. Uh. Here we go. Uh, th- you're the guy that orders the Munster cheese at, at Publix. <laughs> you're the guy. Uh, uh, I got Because they can't keep uh, 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 an egg of whites. It, you know what I mean? Now I got to go to the cooler. I got to get the, the egg white. I got to get the, the, the yep. thing. And, and it's like, eh, it's not even worth it. Uh, charge them two bucks extra. It's a jackass charge. <laughs> They're discriminating against those of us who have made the option to live a jackasses. healthier lifestyle. They're discriminating against jackasses. No one would argue that, by the way. No. Everyone is for discrimination when it comes to discriminating against jackasses. And let me ask, you, what do you get on your omelet? Cheese? Uh, no cheese, just a veggie turkey omelet yesterday with egg whites. Yeah, <laughs> butt wipe. Hey, I got a, I got a suggestion for you. Just get a salad then. You're fine. You don't like eggs, obviously, and you don't like omelets because the, the key to an omelet is cheese. So just get a salad. It was terrible. I'm not going to lie. I of mean, course. Uh, you got to go to Wawa. You get awful. the sizzly. You get the sizzly. It's a delicious sandwich. Gets everything you need. <laughs> Egg whites, mushrooms, and peppers. That's a delicious breakfast. <laughs> Finally, guys, uh, someone uh, polled 6,000 Americans. If you encountered a door that didn't specify whether you need to pull it or push it to gain a- access, what would you try first? Pull or push depends on the door hmm. so if there's the bar across it's a push door if there's a handle it's a pull door yep and if you can't figure that out folks you need to head back to school <laughs> i mean it you can pretty much look at a door and know whether it's push or pull and a little foreshadowing walking up to the door you know i don't know if you're going in somewhere nobody else is there, but you can see which way the door opens from somebody in front of you. Mm. What if it just has a handle, though? I think that that's the caveat here. Because you're right. I mean, if it just has like a lever, then it's probably to push. And if it just has like the thing to pull, then it's probably to pull. But what if it just has a normal door handle? And it doesn't I'm, uh, specify. As I think about it now, I'm not even certain my door at home. <laughs> I'm trying to think, does it pull out or, or in? Way it goes. I have no idea. Right. Yeah, you got a 50-50 shot. You're true about that. But it's and why it's why I always go to the revolving door. That one, oh, easy. The easy one. Do you get in to the, with the other person? Never. You never pile up in? Never. I always get in the in pizza fact, pie. In fact, I don't even go in the next one. You skip one? I skip one wedge. Really? Yeah. 
Oh, man, my kids hate it because I do it to everybody. Because that's like walking up to someone. There's, there's three urinals here at mm-hmm. Twin Peaks. So if someone's at the end urinal, yeah. you go to the far end. You don't go to the middle one. You, 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 keep the wedge. you keep the wedge in between you. If you walk into the bathroom here, by the way, and no one's using a urinal, you do not use the middle one. Because if you use the middle one, you're forcing someone to stand next to you. So you have to use one of the end ones. But I feel the same way for, like, a revolving door. Let one wedge go past, unless people are piling up behind you. Yeah. 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 I like to get up on them. Mm. Feel the pressure. Yeah, just, yeah, let's go. Right. Because some of them you got to push, and people want to be slow. Mm. I'm in a rush. I got you. Time is money, Hawk. Your weather from the that went a lot better than I thought it was going to go. By the way, kudos to <laughs> you guys. It was kind of like a, a return of Twin Peaks. Talk about it Tuesday. Yeah, today happens to be Monday, but that was very similar to mm-hmm. what we would do. You let me know, man. I'm ready to go. Well, listen, I could do that all afternoon after the conversations we've had. <laughs> These headlines. Sometimes you can tell. You can tell how the door is structured if it goes in or out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can see well, the one side Well, you see the open. hinge on the outside, yes. and then you, it would have to open out. Now that I'm thinking about these pe- people are confused by this. Well, what, was there an answer to that, Solana? Because like you said, what, like, what would you guess? Push yeah. or pull? Was there a... Yeah, I mean, uh, it was just a poll, so 51% said they'd be pushing first. So it's a coin flip, really. Gotcha. Okay. Well, and that, that's the way that it probably should break out. Because I would imagine that it's probably 50-50 across the country, pull or push. But pushing is easier. Pushing is easier. Yeah, because no you doubt. you just walk yeah. up and keep yeah. going. Like, right. pull, you got to yeah. step you back. Put and your shoulder down. Yeah. It's more hygienic, too. Very. Because you don't have to use your hands. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> well, it's true. Should no, it I just be? man's listening to this and he's <laughs> disgusted by us. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was all excited when we were talking to her, and now he's like, he's like what exactly is going on here? Push full doors. <laughs> there probably should be one universal door function, though. Right, so Would I was thinking about that as you were saying it, but there has to be a reason that some pull and some push. Like, I, I don't think it's random, right? Like, there's... I know the hurricane impact doors... Have oh, to open, open out, out, I would guess. Because they need that hinge to lock. Right, makes catch. sense. Yeah. I wonder which one is more secure. Mm. I'm guessing the ones that open out. Because if you the, had a business. Yeah, because they have to kick. Like, right. The thief right. would have to kick it in right. the wrong way. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. That was fun. I feel like we, we solved some, some of the world's problems. We mm. made a lot of sense there. No more egg white omelets, you jackasses. <laughs> and uh <laughs> hates a yoke. Get out of here. Your weather from the Demesman and Dover Law Firm, your accident attorneys.com, free consultations twenty four seven eight six six nine five four more. Partly cloudy in the mid sixties. Gentlemen, that is your weather. All right, we'll do fifteen minutes of heat in the next segment. We were gonna do it here, but do it in the next segment. You're listening to the Hawk and Crowder Show. Young boy, take it easy. Weight room is essential. You got to get in that weight room. Hawk and Crowder.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Ladies and gentlemen, stand up and make some noise for 15 minutes of I'll bite. What the hell was that? <laughs> Didn't you say we're doing 15 minutes of eat? 15 minutes of eat. Was that from like two, three years ago when we decided to do that? <laughs> I th- Did Mike I- Biamonte just there say 15 minutes of eat? Listen, Adobe Audition can do tremendous things. My thing is, I could have sworn, Crowder, I thought we were doing 15 minutes of eat. <laughs> so did I. We did it with the omelets. <laughs> I want to hear that again now. Now I, I want to hear that, that at again. The end. It was uh, oh, my mind is wrong. It was like uh, I think it was the slurping of a straw. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, stand up and make some noise for fifteen minutes of. <laughs> <laughs> like a Zydeco remix. This is a straw. Oh, okay. And then what? <laughs> what is this? Uh, like a, like a pizzeria. Like sad. Like the soundtrack of the Sopranos. <laughs> if it took place in one pizzeria. <laughs> uh, Fifteen minutes of heat. Huh is sponsored by Kendall Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Start the new year in a new ride with no payments for 90 days. Kendall Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram.com. We did do already more than 15 minutes of heat. Um, one of the stories, and we didn't talk about it much, but this Kyle Lowry story is building some momentum. He is not starting. He's made it clear that he wants to start. And well, he, he, he backtracked a, a little bit after the loss yesterday, to be fair, because Friday night he did not start. He said, I hope this is just a one-game thing. But and he said he wants to be in the starting lineup. For sure, for sure, yes. 
which you know that he does. Yeah. This is the beginning of the end. I mean, I don't I don't think that that's a secret, right? I mean, this this has been coming for a while and now I think we're kind of at it, but Ira Winderman got a uh, a question in the Sun Sentinel, but it was more of a request. Please ask Kyle Lowry how he feels about getting benched so he can say something out of pocket and force Pat Riley to trade him. (laughs) And Ira responds, that's not how it works in this business, or at least how it works with me. Besides, Kyle Lowry has made it abundantly clear that he believes he should be a starter with this team. So what it comes down to is his play, not his comments or even body language. If he contributes as a reserve, then all else is ancillary. And if his lack of presence in the starting lineup proves debilitating, then Eric Spolstra and the Heat get a different answer. Of course, all this is transpiring as we move towards the February 8th NBA trading deadline. And at this point, Lowry has an expiring contract. It appears to have more value to the Heat than Lowry. And uh, again, all it takes is a game or two to alter that perception. But that is the perception right now. I yeah. think the Heat right now, I'm, uh, I, I don't think I'm saying anything out of line here, Solana. If they could move him with that contract, that expiring contract, they would do so in a heartbeat. I don't know if they would do so in a heartbeat. I think the question is more, what are they getting back? Do the Heat want to remain flexible? A lot of people are talking about Terry Rozier. A lot of people have talked about DeJounte Murray. What are they willing to risk outside of Lowry to land a DeJounte Murray, which doesn't seem likely anymore, or a Terry Rozier? I've seen Spencer Dinwiddie be discussed as well. Mm. What are they willing, on top of Lowry, to give up, which you know would probably be a Niko Jovic, potential first-round picks, draft assets, and what are they willing to get back to, one, stay underneath that second tax apron so that Mickey Harrison doesn't have to pay the taxes, and two, to limit them in the offseason? That, to me, is the bigger question, and I don't think the Miami Heat are willing to take back contracts for a DeJounte Murray or for a Terry Rozier that would then limit them in cap space moving forward. I, I, don't, I don't see that as something the Miami Heat want to do. Possible they just release him? No. It, wouldn't, it, it would make no sense for them to buy, buy him out. Even, maybe if he would agree you know, to give up some of that, that money. But I, I don't see that as, as a legitimate option if you're the Miami Heat because – I mean, that would look really bad then, wouldn't well, here, it? Here's what Ira Winderman wrote today regarding Kyle Lowry. The Miami Heat appear to be moving toward an end game with Kyle Lowry in the wake of his shift to a reserve role the past two games. Resolution with the veteran point guard is not only expected by the February 8th trading deadline, but potentially could come as early as this week. Where Lowry previously has been viewed as a stabilizing presence, the 37-year-old veteran now stands with his primary value as an expiring $29.7 million salary. Lowry played 25 minutes as the Heat's third reserve in Sunday night's loss to the Magic, uh, their third consecutive defeat. He closed one of nine from the field, including 0 of six on three-pointers. Prior to the game, Spo said of shifting Lowry to the bench, that's not an indictment of one player. Kyle's been great as a starter, really, last year off the bench, so this isn't really about him. This is about us to try, trying to get to a uh, higher level. 
And I believe that with Spo, just, you know, what he, tinkering is what he calls it, right? When he tinkers with different things, moves guys around, try to figure out the best uh, combination to be on the floor at the same time. But with the heat, the, the moving of pieces, you're going to upgrade at the point guard position. Terry Rozier, whoever you're speaking about, DeJon, uh, De, with DeJounte. DeJounte. I hate his name. <laughs> Murray, number five from the Hawks. But, like, to say the Heat's one player away from a championship, it pops up my mind, no. But they just won the East last year. So, like, what are you? Because most people, when you're making moves at the I trade deadline. I said you earlier. They added. Have, they added by drafting Triple J. And that's the thing. So, like, are, are we are we all in? Is Mickey all in? And uh, Solana just brought up the, the, the luxury tax and all that stuff. Are we all in to try to make this team as best as we can to win a championship? Because if they didn't make the playoffs last year, I'd say no. They won the damn East last year. So if we have to add a piece or two here or there, can we go back to the finals? I think Milwaukee fans would say no. I think a lot of fans would say no. The Knicks coming up. It's different teams out there. they be like, no, nah, y'all can't win it this year. But we're one year removed from winning the Eastern Conference. I, I agree. But, I mean, Terry Rozier makes $24 million this year, next year, and I think it's partly guaranteed in 25-26. If you think you're Terry Rozier away from getting Jimmy Butler his first ring – then go ahead, do it. But you want to be tied down to Terry Rozier for twenty-three and a half, twenty-four million over the next two seasons after this year? Like that—that's a legitimate question that needs to be asked here. Heat fans are scapegoating Kyle Lowry, and I agree one hundred percent. He's been really bad the last three and a half weeks. I agree with Coach Spo taking him out of the starting lineup. But just look at the numbers. They took him out of the starting lineup against Atlanta. They only scored twenty-four points. They were still down eight at the end of the first quarter. They took him out. Against Orlando last night, they only scored 19 points. They were still down three at the end of the first quarter. Clearly, Lowry out of the starting lineup didn't fix your slow start issues, which have been abysmal since Jimmy Butler has returned. If you want to scapegoat Kyle Lowry, go ahead. There's deeper issues with this Heat team that's not just Kyle Lowry playing bad. I've seen an uh, amazing transformation from Solana. Hates Tua, mm-hmm. loves Kyle Lowry. Crazy. Now, a lot of South Florida sports fans would go the opposite direction, but Solana has carved out a lane. He is all in on Kyle Lowry. Mm-hmm. Spo is making a mistake, and he is 100% out on Tua. I like it, Solana. I applaud you for it. I'm not defending Kyle Lowry. <laughs> I just think it's silly for everybody to say, oh, trade him. Just get him out of here. Trade him. Okay, you have to add something to trade him. And you, you want to give up Nico? Or you want to give up a first-round pick for Terry Rozier? Like, what do we – Terry Rozier? Yes, he's better than Kyle Lowry. That's not the missing piece for you. It doesn't, like, it doesn't make any sense to me. If the Heat are going to trade Kyle Lowry or Tyler Hero, it has to be for a piece that is going to take but them. what are you going to do? you got a $30 million a year guy shooting one of nine. What, like, what, what are you going to do? And, you, and Solana, you, as you yell, Nico, it's not impressive. I'm going to just tell you that from a – I'm a Heat fan. I know you cover them. You know the guys. Like, nobody's worried about losing Nico. Heat fans are. Crowder, I, I'm, I'm fine with, with packaging Nico to a deal. If you're getting back a player that his caliber can make you – a legitimate title contender, even if Jimmy Bam and Tyler are struggling. But we're like Terry Rozier, DeJounte Murray. Like you have to pay those guys a lot of money over the next couple seasons. 
That's and what you want to go. You're you're pushing and all no, your chips to the middle of the table. I can't, I can't wait till they move on from Lowry and, and Solana completely <laughs> changes his but, tune. No, Solana, and I'm not arguing with you. I just the thought of this where you just said if we move these pieces, we have to be a legit contender. We were a legit contender last year because we won the East and went to the finals. So, like, were we a, con- a legit contender? What can Terry Rozier do more than Kyle Lowry can do? Because this team, minus the boy that went to L.A. and a couple other pieces that left, Strauss and all those guys. Like, <laughs> what's his name? <laughs> Quickly. This is forget. great. What's the boy in L.A.? I forgot his name. Gabe Vincent. Gabe Vincent. And Max Struess. Max Struess. <laughs> we lose those guys. The guy's point is that they were just in the NBA Finals, <laughs> and it's like it's like just a few months ago, and he's like, the boy in L.A. and Strauss. <laughs> so, to your point, like, oh, this is going to be a big piece. Bro, they just went to the finals last year with the same big three that you're talking about. What are we going to add to them? Do we need to add something? I know they're struggling now, but we talked about it. They weren't killing everybody in the regular season last year either. You're missing my point. I'm fine with trading Kyle Lowry. He's been really bad. He's been really bad. But don't say, hey. Everything will be fixed if you trade Kyle Lowry. Go get a better point guard. Okay, I'm down. But you want to pay Terry Rozier that amount of money for the next two seasons? You want to pay DeJounte Murray $27.5 million over the next three seasons when his extension kicks in next year? You're pushing all your chips to the center of the table for Tyler Hero, Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, and one of those two guys. I mean, and to well, me, that's, well, that's folly. Though. Wait a second, though. It's not all your chips. It is. And you easily could move... Tyler Hero in coming seasons. Can you? Can, can yes. you? You're I saying abs- easily. Absolutely. Hawk, we just went through a whole offseason where your biggest trade piece was Tyler Hero. But and, was, the, and Joe were, Cronin wouldn't no, even no, no, sit no, down no, with nah, you. But, it was, but I, I, don't, I don't think Joe Cronin, you can use him as the barometer of whether there was a market for Tyler Hero or not. Because, I mean, that, that, that thing was bungled from the get-go. I, I don't think it's moving all your chips in. I think it's, hey... Can we do anything this season? We'll deal with it next season because that's what Andy Ellisberg is always able to do, and that's what Pat Riley's always been able to do. Is there anything that we can do this season? Kyle Lowry is obviously a guy whose minutes are waning. Is there anything we can do to improve this season and give us a better chance at making a run in the postseason like we did last year? And then we'll see what happens when the, the and and I don't think that's folly. Like I I think that's I think that's fair. I think Kyle Lowry's not going to be the piece you need to get to the NBA Finals. He wasn't or to get to win the NBA Finals. And so you've got to move on if you can upgrade him slightly and then worry about it next off season. I don't think you'd be hamstrung by that particular roster for for seasons to come. I mean, you hope you're not. But right, but it's, I, a, it's I think, a risk. It's a risk. You're, you're, you're if you're willing to make it, then I'm. I'd be cool with it. I'm just saying I don't foresee Pat Riley and Andy Ellisberg saying, "Hey, we can get 30 million off the books at the end of this season." And by the way, we like our team. We hope when Hawkes comes back, this team will be able to figure it out and go on another one of these big runs, which is what I think they feel about this roster, and they're willing to sacrifice flexibility this offseason to improve. At Kyle Lowry's position with a guy they're going to owe a lot of money to over the next couple years, and that's where I differ there. Where I don't, I don't think the front office believes the risk outweighs the reward. Right. I mean, we'll find out. We're going to find out in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Like we'll have a definitive answer on that. So we shall see. All right. There you go. Uh, Fifteen minutes of heat, and uh, heat 
They're off till Wednesday, Solana? Yeah, they get the Grizzlies Wednesday night at the Kaseya Center. Second night of a back-to-back because they get the Celtics the fall or first night of the back-to-back. They get the Celtics Thursday night at the Kaseya Center as well. And by the way, on this radio show tomorrow, radio station or just this show, Heat Celtics tickets every hour? Every hour mm. on, at, for sure, our show and Tobin and Leroy as well. I imagine the morning show. Also, I don't okay. know for sure, but Tobin and Leroy were promoing it today. Our show tomorrow, every hour. All right, so if you want to win Heat Celtics tickets, you listen to this radio station uh, tomorrow, every single hour, you're going to have a chance to win Heat Celtics tickets for Thursday night at the Kaseya Center. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. This stuff is hard, and you got to stay together if you got the guts, and you don't find the first door and run out of it. Hawk and Crowder. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.